Good morning and welcome on this uh, Friday morning as we get into God's Word again together. We're in we're in Exodus chapter 35, and again, context uh, is everything. This is about the contributions of the people, and I want you to remember that all of this comes about because of everything that's happened before Exodus 35, and that's how it works in our life, too. Contributions don't come. We don't start living the Christian life. We don't start doing the Christian things, and then God comes to us because he sees how good we are, and he would deserve it, and, and uh, hey, we're really looking for him. No, God does all the work ahead of time, so this is after the Exodus. This is after the people had cried out to God, and God responded to them, and he brought them out of Egypt. He brought them out. It was a grace thing. They didn't do that themselves. He brought them out of Egypt with many, many gifts from the Egyptians. The Egyptians were so darn glad to see them go that they sent them away with, with jewels and ornamentation and all of that kind of stuff. Why was that? Well, God knew down the line that they were going to use, they were going to need that. He wanted to bless them and it gave them an opportunity to say thanks to God with their lives. Um, God had provided them with food and water. Um, he had set up the whole temple sacrifices and, and showed them how to keep that relationship with him. Um, he started that covenant with them through through uh, the Ten Commandments uh, and their relationship with God and their relationship with each other. And it isn't until after all of that, or to put it the way Paul puts it in the New Testament, we are saved by grace through faith as a gift from God. Um, and it's nothing that we've done. We can't boast about that. That's all of God's doing. And then, but we are we are God's workmanship. This is Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works. So those good works are things that naturally follow after what God has done for us. They're inspired by that. Or to put it the way that John puts it in 1 John 4, we love God because he first loved us. Who loved first? God did. God does that for us. He empowers us and he gives us the ability then to be able to respond to him and, and but that response is good so is it is it we are saved by grace through faith or is it that we are God's workmanship to do good works and and that's the wrong question because it's both of those the good works should follow Jesus said you will know it you know a tree by its fruit um, that tree starts out with the root that tree is nourished and fed through that that tree grows up um, and then come then come the the fruits of that then come the works and 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 the fruit that come out and the same is true for us as, as God's Christian people. God comes first and then we are to respond and both of those are necessary. That's why James would say in the New Testament, if there's no works there, I wonder if there's any faith there. Um, in fact, he even goes so far as to say faith without those works is dead. It's not really faith. Um, it's a it's a uh, uh, oxymoron. It doesn't uh, it doesn't match up. So here's the example here uh, in the Old Testament. God has done all of these things, and now God reminds them in chapter 35. He says, first of all, you've got to keep that relationship with me. And one of the ways that you do that is you observe Sabbath. You've got to observe Sabbath. You've got to set that day aside. You've got to come and worship me on a regular basis. Because if you don't, you will forget about that and you will go off on your own. And we've read it up so far in Genesis and Exodus of what happens with mankind when they go off on their own. Think of the flood. Um, think of the, uh, uh, just not too long ago, an exodus of the golden calf. When they lost that sense of who they were uh, in in God, then, then we go off in all kinds of directions, and, and we see that happen yet today. So notice it then what happens in our contributions, and in a sense, they're kind of like free will. In other words, not that... Uh, 
um, you know, we are free to choose whether to follow God or not, uh, but rather that uh, it, it's inspired by God. It's a gospel motivation. It's not a law motivation. A law motivation would say, well, I, I hope by giving all these things, you know, that's going to make God come to love me. A gospel motivation is, oh my gosh, look how much God loves me. Look at what he's done for me. How can I do anything less? Plus, I trust him. I know, and and, and I believe, and, and I have good reason to believe it, that as God has been faithful and generous, uh, with us in the past. He's going to continue to do that. So I don't have to worry about giving up something as a contribution to God because I know, number one, he owns it all. And I know, number two, he's going to continue to provide for me. And you see examples of that here. So it says, verse five, it says, take from among you a contribution to the Lord, whoever is of a generous heart. And where does that generous heart comes from? Come from? It's from seeing the generousness of God. Think of a couple chapters back uh, in well, just this last chapter. Uh, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. Um, he, he's uh, forgiven thousands of those who, who have sinned. And uh, so think of the generousness of God. That's what inspires our generousness. And you see that in, in the contributions by the people, uh, not, o not only money, uh, but also also gifts that they would need to, to build up the, the sanctuary. Um, also the gifts that they have, their craftsmanship, that's brought up in verse 10. Uh, verse 21 says, uh, everyone whose heart stirred him, everyone whose spirit moved him, brought the Lord's contribution to use for the tent of meeting. Remember, God sent them out of Egypt with all those uh, treasures and things like that. They were in Egypt. They were dirt poor, literally, but they come out of Egypt by the grace of God, and they receive uh, so many blessings from God, and now they're going to respond to it. It wasn't just the men. It was the women, too. Verse 25 brings that up. So does verse 26 uh, as well, and they bring that, that offering to uh, God. And then um, those who have that special gift from God, verse 30 on to the end, he mentions two of them uh, there, Bezalel and Aholiab. Um, God gave them unique gifts, skills, craftsmen, and they use those gifts to the uh, to the glory of God. So here, here we get a, a perfect example. And this is again why, why the Old Testament speaks so much to us. It's not just old crusty history. It's the way our lives ought to look too. Because of the graciousness of God, we look forward to the works, the contributions, the sacrifices we get to make in the name of Jesus Christ because we have a God who loves us that much. So God bless you as you continue to read.